I happened to be in New York for a training, but committed to go in studio every single day, no matter what else we had going on. And the one class I couldn't get that I really wanted was a Sunday Alley Love class. Uh, and it was Sundays with Love. And I couldn't get in the class, couldn't get in the class, couldn't get in the class. So I just stood there and waited and waited and waited. <laughs> and I got in. And, uh, <laughs> I was so happy. But I will tell you, I have enjoyed every single time I've ridden in studio. From the instructors, which are obviously great, to the staff that works in studio. There was one gentleman who worked there every day I walked in that week. He said, you know, he, he praised me for coming in. He remembered that I came. He remembered my name. And he was one of the techs, like one of the guys who set up the bikes for you. And I'll tell you, it meant so much to me that he took the time to acknowledge that I had come every day. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 166. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. You've been rushing around. Uh-huh. Because I was late. Yep. Sorry. That's okay. I had a work Everyone's emerg- taking the Yeezy ride without me. I, sorry. I had a work emergency. I mean, that's more important, for sure. Yeah. It's still a bummer. It is. It sucks. I and, felt bad. And I'm crabby about it. So if she sounds cranky, it's because she is, and it's yes. at me. No, I'm not cranky at you. I'm cranky that something I've been looking forward to all day, I no longer get to do. That's what I'm cranky at. What if we just read the bullet points of what's on the show and we clocked out? Would you think people would care? Yeah. Do you? Do you? I don't know. Some weeks we wonder. <laughs> well, speaking of bullet points of what's on the show, what uh, what do you have in store for people? Uh, well, we've got a new controversy to discuss about Peloton. Oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about an update on their class action lawsuit that I had completely forgotten existed. Oh, yeah. Um, there's some major rumors out and about about new products. Okay. Uh, there's some interesting information about SoulCycle. We have information about past instructors. We're going to revisit Peloton because we still have major confusion over all this. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's all kinds of other stuff that we're going to talk about as well. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can uh, go and rate, review, and subscribe. I would read a review, except iTunes is <laughs> not cooperating. Shocking, I know. And he's not going to make me wait any no, longer. No, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to do that. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so, uh, but uh, wherever you're getting your podcast from, and you can get them from a whole, a plethora of places, but not pinatas, uh, you can get them uh, at... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora. I think we're on Pandora now. You can get them just about anywhere. Uh, iHeartRadio. There yes. we go. You can get them there. So uh, wherever you're getting them from, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And, of course, check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and, of course, sign up for the weekly newsletter at theclipout.com so you'll get all these bullet point notes that we are going to read to you in a lazy fashion delivered to you so you can sing along at home (laughs) and finally we announced this last week but this is the first week if you go to youtube.com slash the clip out these episodes are now entirely videofied yes and you can actually 
look at I was going to say our ugly mugs, but I'll say you can look at my ugly mug and her not ugly mug. I'm looking terrible today because <laughs> I I did a workout this morning and I I stayed in my workout clothes all day because my intention was to do another workout. Tonight. Yes, I I know. So I know. So uh, yeah, not my best moment. I know. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better and get a chance to do my hair. Yeah. There's just the one. I said it was singular on purpose. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so moving <laughs> forward, these will all be in a video format that yes. you can watch at YouTube. Uh, same for our other podcast, The Superset, which is all about tonal. So that's exciting. It is exciting. So there's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? Let's do it. Breaking news. So. We have a new controversy of sorts. We do. Yeah. We do. I. Okay. So before we even talk about this, I just want to preface it by saying that uh, I agonized over whether or not to talk about this. Yeah. And I agonized over whether or not to talk about it because not that it's not important. It is very important. Right. Um, but because it's it's been kept very private up until thus far this moment. Right. And um, I, I didn't. I think a lot of people are going to get upset. And um, so I just, it's going to create a lot of bad feelings. And And I hate being the reason that people are having bad. I mean, there's so much bad right now. (laughs) That's a difficult uh, pool to wade into. But but Uh, that being said, when we were discussing this amongst ourselves, we kind of landed on the fact that if, if our role here is to report on things that are going on in the world of Peloton, to not talk about this seems like it's choosing a side. So it made more sense to report on it. Yeah. So that being said... Here we go. Here we go. All right. So here's the deal. Um, You guys may or may not know that there was an image that was posted pretty publicly by a lot of people during um, Black Lives Matter. Um, It there was the ramp up as that was really taking off. Not like it's an isolated moment. Black Lives Matter. But no, 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 no. no. But as that really kind of kind of caught steam recently. Yes. There was a photo that. It happened. It was, it was taken during a protest. I believe it was in D.C. And it was uh, I don't even remember the woman's name. I'm blanking. On I'm it, totally but, blanking yeah. on her name. So it was uh, a black woman. I believe she might have been biracial. OK, um, I did not do a 23 in me, but uh, she was talking to an older white gentleman and they were like deep in conversation. And at, and the, at the first reason, blush, it looks like kind of a touching right moment. And the reason that was relevant, that their race is relevant, is that uh, because this was all about Black Lives Matter, right. it was a touching moment of an older generation, you know, like making amends or or, or uh, coming, building a bridge coming to the support of like it's just it's it's a touching image yes dot 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 right until you realize you discover that the gentleman in the photo is a known conspiracy theorist slash holocaust denier so that puts things through a different Prism. Okay, so why is this Peloton related? It's Peloton related because Leanne from our UK Peloton, right. uh, she posted this image and she was in support of Black Lives Matter. And right. so one of our members from the the Jewish community, there's a Jewish Peloton page, if you guys are not aware. I think a ton of people are, but we haven't talked about that in a long it's time. It's been a bit, yeah. Um, they 
posted, they, they sent a private message to Leanne and explained to her that this is not necessarily representing what she thought it was. Right. Like, she hey, may not know that. Hey, FYI. Right. Like, this guy, this isn't as cute of a photo as it looks at first blush. And, like, nobody expects her to, like, have a 10 most wanted list of pictures of Holocaust deniers. Right. 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 I mean, how how could you know that on site? Right. The average person does not know that. Yeah. So I don't know what the gentleman's expectations were. But but what I do know is that uh, Leanne's response was to not great. <laughs> like <laughs> She was just kind of dismissive. She was dismissive of the issue and and focus more on and and. These things are always difficult because you hate to have it turn into a contest of like my side is more grieved than your side. Right. And, and so but she was kind of dismissive and and took the tact of like, well, I, I'm focused on Black Lives Matter. Sorry that that guy is a D-bag. Right. Right. I am paraphrasing. Yes. Yes. In, oh, yeah. In totally. Tom fashion. Yeah. I translated <laughs> that into Tom, just to be clear. And so. But the uh, gentleman followed up again. Right. right. And 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 then she, she blocked him. And, yeah. and I want to be clear that the screenshots that I saw had nothing in them that indicated like that he was rude. Like he wasn't coming in hot. No, not yeah. at all. So uh, that really upset this gentleman. And um, just to be clear, rightly so. And so uh, he then reached out to Peloton to to kind of plead his case. Right. Um, and uh, Peloton responded with a corporate-ish response. <laughs> and then uh, Leanne posted an apology of sorts. It was very focused again, as you said about her original message, Tom, on Black Lives Matter. Right. And she she did not embrace the opportunity to talk about that. Yes, what happened to and continues to happen to Jewish people is a thing. Right. She didn't she didn't validate his concerns. Right. It was just like, yeah, that's awful. Anyway, Black Lives Matter. And yeah. And again, there's nothing we're not. No, against no, no, no. supporting yeah. Black Lives Matter. That's where it gets so dicey, especially for a couple white Gentiles. Right. And so, uh, but yeah, like it was, it, it wasn't uh, the best phrased thing. And, and the part that felt official, like really icky to me, was that she posted the apology on her on her Instagram story, not not an Instagram post. So, so for the people who aren't on Instagram, that means they disappear in twenty four hours. Right. So if you didn't see, you didn't see it. But like she didn't, and she didn't unblock this gentleman, and she didn't reach out with a personal apology. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, and, ah. in, and in case you're wondering about the original picture in question, even the activist, the female activist in the picture. Removed it from her Instagram She did like so even The other person in the photo was like Once she, she kind of really Sussed out who she was Photographed with was like oh That is not something I wanted to be a part of And removed it so yeah and and The reason that Tom and I ultimately Decided to talk about this is that um, Well one we support Our Jewish friends Our yeah. Jewish listeners and any kind of dis you cannot dismiss what happened in the past. It's not okay for Black Lives Matter. I mean, it's not okay to dismiss the horrible atrocities that have happened in right. that case. And it is not okay for people that survived the Holocaust and the people who continue to live today with hatred and slights and mean things said. And and it gets ignored. Right. It gets ignored. And so ultimately I don't know what will come of this. I, I am not trying to start up a whole thing, but I was asked 
to bring this up and I, we felt it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, like like we said at the top, if if we're here to talk about Peloton, this it was, happened. This was a big story in Peloton. So for the week. Yeah, definitely. So, anyway, there's uh, everything you need to know about that. Oh, no, that isn't all they need to know. Sorry. I forgot to mention. Now I have to issue an apology. <laughs> no, but I want to mention that um, Chase Tucker is a great example oh, yeah. of how it could have been handled in that um, without any of this being directed toward Chase, totally separate issue. But he saw this issue happening with the activist, mm-hmm. not the, the specific issue with Leanne, right, but right. just in general, the activist. And uh, he talked about on his Instagram how, you know, hate is hate and that he is he is no like you're not my friend if you are, are hating on people, regardless of what that hate is right. about. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I believe that the Jewish community is really happy to see that. And um, they are fully supporting Chase and they will be showing up big time on his classes in the future um, because that meant a lot to them. And I, I get why. I do, too. She wanted to give Chase the credit a that he tip. is due. Yes. Shifting gears. Yeah. Uh, there's an update on the class action lawsuit that we forgot about. <laughs> yeah, I had totally forgotten that this was a thing. I mean, do you remember how many posts came up and it was like, are you upset that right. Peloton deleted rides? It's so bad. I got them. I know. I yeah. mean, that really is bad. Yeah. And uh, and it was on Facebook and it was on Instagram. I mean, they must have spent as much money as they're going to get on this class action lawsuit. Yeah. So... For those of you just coming to the Peloton world, you may not even know that this is a thing. Totally. We talked about it so long ago. I will try to keep this really brief, but back in the day, there was a giant deletion of classes due to all the lawsuits that were happening with the the music licensing. licensing. And it was it was called the Great Purge. Right. Because we are very dramatic in Pelotonia. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think it was something like, like thousands, it was thousands of classes that got deleted it was that a day. Ton. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was ginormous. And uh, so some people felt that that was super unfair because they, when they signed up, there were like 10,000 classes. And when this was happened, it was like 6,000 classes. Right. And so they wanted to file a lawsuit against Peloton. Well, this week, somewhere in New York, there was uh, some kind of hearing happening. And the judge said he was hearing an argument on it. They had done depositions and he said he would be ruling soon. That's really all I know. But uh, I thought you guys would like an update such as it is. Yeah. When I see the final outcome. Of course, I will be sure and let you know. It's what we do. It is what we do. So we had a source send us some foreign intelligence. Yeah, there was uh, an article that came out of uh, Taipei, I believe. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) so um, it was a little hard to read because it was, you know, I had to read it with my Google Translate on. Right. And you can only translate things to a certain degree. (laughs) Totally, yeah. You know, uh, there's some... There's some things lost in translation. Right. And uh, but here's the gist, Uh, because that's where the the manufacturing companies are located. Right. When when they get these big orders, they talk about it in their local news. And the same way that your local news might be like, hey, you know, the the bottling factories hiring 300 new people or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so they were talking about this. I think it was a company called Rexcon. Okay. They're talking about the fact that like 
wow, we've got this major order coming in from Peloton because the company that Peloton bought last year, they can't keep up with demand. And so because they can't keep up with demand, Peloton had to contract with Rexcon and they have ordered um, and the article refers to it as new, like these are new equipment, right. 250,000 new newly designed treads, uh, which are going to be cheaper and they will be smaller than okay. the current tread. And then there are 30,000 bikes on order that they don't really talk about any kind of specs for either of these. But where you can draw a little bit of inference is that... The screen size for both the new tread and the new bike are 23.8 inches. Now, why do I care about that? Because my current bike has a screen of 21.5 and my current tread has a 32 inch screen. Ah, so like Diamond Rio, they are going to meet in the middle. Yes, they are. So presumably this this other bike that's coming out will become the new premium bike. Okay, and our current bikes will become the cheaper bike, like the baseline, bike. the baseline, the bike. less expensive. Bike. Yeah. And when I say cheaper, I mean that I, my understanding is that the price will, in fact, drop on our current bikes when they are selling them. Uh, I do not mean that they will replace them with less, less quality right. materials. Uh, so I am I am specifically talking price. And uh, this is this is all in response to what John Foley has been saying for a year and a half. This makes perfect sense. He's been saying better best is where they're headed. He has been saying that they want to democratize fitness. He has been saying that they have new products in the pipeline. And so uh, this this makes sense. And and rower. No, there is no rower, guys. It's not going to happen. No, I'm not saying it never will happen, but that's not what's happening now. Not the priority at the moment. No, Uh, they. They have they have been on record as saying that they are not coming out with a rower right now because the tread and the bike, especially the tread, have a much bigger market. Sure. And um, so that's where they're going to focus. And so uh, I think they said it was like three times larger, the tread, the amount of people that want to buy a tread. Interesting. Yeah. So that means that now we have that'll be four products. You know, you're going to have a less expensive, more expensive on the tread, less right. expensive, more expensive on the bike. Going to lead to all kinds of confusion. There's going to be people that are mad. There's going to be people that are upset. And this is all still rumor, but it is conjecture based on facts. Like this came from the news. Right. And there was an article written back in February that talked about, I guess a bunch of analysts were invited to come to kind of like a pre-meeting with Peloton. Right. And it was a closed. And one of the analysts talked about the fact that their upcoming model would be to lower the price on the current bike and have a more expensive bike coming out. I think this is a great solution. I think I do too. I think it's a great solution to make the current product less expensive. People already know and love that product. They trust that product. And rather than trying to come out with like a lesser version of that, be like, no, that's our baseline. And then here's one that like, you know, we've bedazzled. I mean, I completely agree. And then my question that I had last week is like, oh, my God, what are they going to get rid of to justify this being an okay bike? It's not going to need to come into play here. It's going to be what's added to it. So we know, well, you can you can gather that it's going to be a larger monitor. But what else? You know, is it going to have a power meter built in air conditioning? (laughs) That's my (laughs) air conditioning. Uh, So it'll be really interesting to see. And then the question becomes, well, if you just bought your bike in the last couple of months, now what? 
Totally. And I, and people are like, oh my God, did Peloton think of that? Yes. I'm yes. sure they did. I assure you Peloton thought I'm of that. I'm sure they have a plan in place. I don't know what that plan will be. I'm wondering if there will be some kind of trade-in program. Yeah, I could see a trade-in program. I could also see maybe if you just bought the bike that they'll they'll let you swap it out and or you know for an upcharge or maybe they'll offer you you know maybe a few months free off your subscription they'll extend your subscription for a little bit who knows yeah it's like because honestly like right now they're swimming in money so it's 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 a lot easier to do the right thing when you got cash you know it was funny um we always talk about the opp and i just have to say that i saw somebody post an article back from may and they were like when are these new products coming out and you should have seen the responses the responses were like you don't need to have a cheaper bike the bike's already cheap enough and this isn't real this isn't happening <laughs> two to three years and i'm just like y'all need to listen to the clip out because well, that if was, they did they that, would know and that was true even before that post well, yeah, but it's a great example. <laughs> it is a great example because they just they they like totally ripped on this lady asking questions about it, like they know better. Ah, <laughs> uh, OPP. I know you so crazy, so crazy. I want to have your baby. No, no, I you don't. already did that once with a crazy lady. Oh, touche. <laughs> Actually, twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Checking out the competition. Soul Cycle had an instructor. Walk out, right? Storm out and huff. Uh, she huff quit. sounds dismissive, like she was mad. wrong for doing it. Oh but yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, "What mad?" Yeah, she yeah, was. She was mad. Yeah. But I don't think she had the moment to storm out because there's no in-person classes. So she Touché. she quit on Instagram. From what I understand, it was their largest followed instructor. Yeah. Which also was interesting because she had like ten thousand followers, which is a ton, but. Compared to Robin, who has like a million, right. it was just like to see the the different dynamic totally, there. Totally, yeah. Um, and I'm not bagging on her. I think what she did was amazing. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I don't know how to pronounce her name, and somebody's gonna get mad at me because it's not European, and therefore I don't know how to pronounce it. But I, guys, I just suck at pronouncing things, and uh, I struggle with the European ones too. I struggle <laughs> with all names. So I will attempt to pronounce it, and that way they can get mad at me. <laughs> okay, good, because I'm tired of being yelled at. I think it's, I think, and I apologize if it's wrong, uh, Soraya Wilson. Okay, okay. So I hope I, Wilson, does that sound right? <laughs> that part, that part looked familiar. I've How heard about in- you pronounce the first name, I'll pronounce the last name. We'll just split it in half. <laughs> that seems fair. Okay, but anyway, so uh, this lady, she has been an instructor for 12 years for SoulCycle, and she quit because she felt like SoulCycle was using the instructors. They were using their image. They were using literally their bodies to say, hey, we're so... Like into the movement that is happening for Black Lives Matter, right? But they're not actually doing anything. Like in the background, they're not doing anything, right? To they, back that up, they yeah. That basically they were. I mean, they were exploited, and they would use yeah. they would use the image of their diverse instructors to be like, look how good we are. But then behind the scenes, same old, same old. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't donating money. They weren't yeah. standing behind causes. They weren't. Doing anything effectively. So uh, so she was just like, I've had enough. And that was that. That's a ballsy move. It is. And my hat's off to her. Yeah. Very brave. And it sends a huge message. It sends a message to a lot of people. Yeah. So, so good luck to her. Yeah. I guess Peloton, if you're whenever you're doing your next round of hiring, 
<laughs> yeah, and like a million people posted that. So. I bet. <laughs> I have no doubt. It wouldn't surprise me the way is you know Peloton's so wily. They probably they probably had her on the hook already. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone was wanting to know what happened with Jennifer Jacobs. Where did she end up? And we now have an answer. She is now the ambassador for Ventum. Ventum is a very high profile and very expensive very <laughs> tri- triathlon bike manufacturer. But apparently this bike is that she's doing it's the NS1. Okay. And apparently you can train indoors and outdoors. Now, I didn't do enough research to know if that means like you set it up on a trainer right. and you do indoors outdoors or if it like does something special. Not not clear on that, but she's going to be the ambassador and you can follow along as she trains both inside and outside. Um, and for those of you that are curious, because it came up in one of my posts, uh, yes, Matt Wilbers does wear Ventum gear quite often. And that is because his tri bike is a Ventum. OK, there you go. We have and pe- congrats to JJ. We didn't say that. We didn't. <laughs> it's your job to be nice. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can rely on me today. <laughs> Touche. We have a Peloton 2020 uh, update. Yes. Okay. So we are still in week two. It is Wednesday, July 22nd. As we record this. As we record this. I know it won't be when you listen to this, but the reason I'm saying that is because there has still been a ton of questions. For week one, you were not required to opt in to anything. Okay. All you had to do was put your team tag on your profile and then take a class with all of the instructors on your team. Okay. That's all you had to do. Easy. But then for week two, they completely changed everything. Now you have to opt in, which means you have to either on the bike, on the tread, or the Apple app, because you can't do it on the Android app. You could go into the challenges And you have to say, I sign up for the week two challenge. Gotcha. Once you've signed up, you then have to take two live classes with any instructor. Okay. So, yeah, nothing confusing about that. (laughs) You know how many people ask questions? To me. All of them. Yes. Yes. And then week three, you have to opt in again. So if you're wondering, do I have to do something different? Yeah, you do. You have to you have to do something different for week three. So you still need to opt in. So you're going to have to go back to the challenges and you're going to have to opt in again for week three. So you're going to spread the word, guys. Yeah, because they're not getting it. Nobody's getting it. Nobody's understanding. Make it that much easier. You should say nothing and then your team will win. No, my team is in last place. Oh, like like real last like the unstoppables turns out are super stoppable. <laughs> <laughs> They're changing the name of the team to the unstarterables. You know how many you know how many percentage of people completed the challenge of week one? How many? Do you want to guess? Two. No, it was more than that. Okay. Three. Thirty nine percent. Like that's come on. <laughs> uh it's uh it's pretty funny though. None of them did over like 55%. So like all these people signed up for this challenge and then nobody's doing it. like, meh. Eh, too much work. But I think it's so much confusion. That could be. It sounds it. Oh, my word. So they need to get way better at communicating this stuff. Now, they did come out with <laughs> this week. Do you know how many people asked me? Encore 
does encore count? No, encore does not count. They said live rides. They did not say encore right. rides. Live means live. I know it's a live leaderboard, but it's not a live class. Right. But people are so confused over this. It sounds it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how week two goes. Also, for week one, if you never got your badge and you believe that you actually followed all the directions correctly, then you should contact customer service because they had to put those badges on everybody's profile manually. Oof. Oof, indeed. Yikes. Yeah. I think that's probably why they went to opting in for weeks two and three. I would concur. By the time you hear this, (laughs) there should be new stuff in the boutique. There should. There should. uh, I uh, got some intel. I got the deets that uh, there's going to be a little drop on Thursday. Any idea what's going to be in there other than clothes? Summer 2. Summer 2. So it'll be summer stuff. Okay. That's all I know. And no, I don't know what time. It won't matter, though, because they'll have already heard it. Theoretically. They'll already have it. Right. Yeah. Um. But I'm excited because I would like to buy things. I had noticed. I know. You have started a little fun challenge for the people. Yes. Do they need to opt in? Is there a hashtag? Do they need to call you first? Will you be issuing badges manually? There what will time be does no it start? Badges. What color should we wear? <laughs> Do we have to run backwards? Here's the deal. Uh, Leslie Ladon came up with a crazy idea to do a marathon on her tread. Okay. And I don't know. I was sitting around on a evening and in some for some reason it sounded like a good idea i can tell you exactly why it sounded like a good idea why because you had had like three mick ultras oh <laughs> i should probably stay off of facebook after drinking mick ultra because somehow i thought this was a good idea and i am doing it and i thought i thought i'm gonna this this is now called the corn tread 26.2 challenge and uh it's just for fun there are no badges There are no winners. All you got to do is stay on your tread long enough to complete 26.2 hours, two miles. Corn tread 26.2 challenge going the social distance. That's right. And it's going to be done on August 16th. So I'm coming up on my birthday on August 20th. And I like to do kind of milestone things for my birthday. Yes. And uh, we can't go anywhere or do anything. And so um, I don't know. This sounds like a great way to ring in 42. So if I'm still alive by the 20th, then we'll be able to celebrate. You should have done a 42, a corn and tread 42 (laughs) challenge. I'm worried enough about 26.2. Let me just tell you, I will not be running this. I will be walking this at a fast pace because I know that. I mean, I checked it. I checked it out. So any of you that are like, can I do this? And you're freaking out. 4.0 on the tread will get you done in six and a half hours. Okay. And that's just like a moderate walk, right? It's on the faster end of so things. So I read the Stephen King book he wrote under the name Richard Bachman called The Long Walk. Okay. And it was like they had they, they would take these kids, I think one or two from each state, and they'd start at one end of the country, they walk to the other, and then if you fell below a certain speed, they would shoot and kill you. Oh, okay. And so it's fun for the whole family. Sweet. It's going to be the corn tread challenge 2021 that's what we're going to do but um if you fell below four miles an hour that was the speed at which they would kill you so just pretend that you're a child walking with when it's called the long walk not the long (laughs) trot (laughs) 
So yeah, and it, it is a walk, but like when you walk for that long, it's hard to keep sure. that speed up. Yeah, you know, and I'm gonna try to do it with like. I'm going to try not to stop like I'm going to try to go through maybe drink some water I'm not going up the stairs whenever I when I went to go do my hundred miles on the bike yeah I made the mistake of taking a break at 75 miles and going upstairs and sitting down for a few minutes no no <laughs> just stay on it just stay on it because it's going to hurt it's going to hurt so uh you know I don't know Happy birthday to me. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. But if you want to join in, then please do. And if you just want to like hop on and like smack my face, that would be great too. Like the high five. Oh, okay. Not I was like, like literally what? smacking my <laughs> face. And uh, I would love to see the support. And I'm going to post all of the classes I'm going to take. It's going to be curated by me. Right. Uh, and and of course, Leslie Ladon. So she, if she doesn't like the classes I choose, then she's going to, she, she has can, v- she has veto. veto power. Yeah. Yeah. But she told me to choose some. So I'm going to do that. So I'm going to choose all my favorite favorite instructors all my favorite kinds of classes and uh i'm just i'm just gonna play as many as i can for 26.2 miles awesome well this makes it easier for me i was wondering what to get you for your birthday and now i know water i do need you to bring me water (laughs) you will be my water boy i think i have to work that day see this is the beauty of video these are the faces they don't get to see and now they get to see the faces you make at me like that one too that I was, forgot that it was that on was, video It was one of my favorites But yes When I'm like Oh if you could see the looks I'm getting That's That wasn't even That was just like A little Tip of the iceberg <laughs> oh, oh, you, The real ones We'll probably have to censor They're pretty Make me cry They're pretty They're pretty tough You'll You'll uh. You'll realize how tough I am When you see Some of the mean looks I get You know last week uh, Shifting gears so last week uh, we had asked, like, "Hey, do people like the Jin Man thing?" Yeah, and we got some really nice feedback. We, we got did. we got some people that it's not their thing. It's not their thing, and that's okay. But by and large, the feedback was very positive. Yeah, and, and so we appreciate that. <laughs> I have to apologize because I think I was mean to everybody. I know I was <laughs> in a really crabby mood whenever I did the episode last week. It's been a there's been a lot of things to be crabby about lately, and I was like, nobody answers my questions on the newsletter, and. Oh my god! I think I guilted like a ton <laughs> of people into responding. Well, there you go. So, um, uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who responded and took the time. And, and it's uh, nice to know because we don't want to waste her time if people no, are like. She's got so much totally. going on. She was just on TMZ this yeah, week talking about Kanye. She's a way bigger deal than we are. Totally. So it's, we're very grateful to have her. So we don't want to waste her time if people aren't digging it. So glad that by and large people seem to be digging it. And speaking of, here she is. This psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us today via the magic of Skypephone, Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist, and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen her, or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. Dr. Jen, hi. Hey, great to see you guys. Good to see you as well. Likewise. I guess we'll just jump into the topic of the sure, week. Sure, sure. So, uh, we're going to talk about body image and what to do when maybe you've lost a bunch of weight or you've reshaped your body, but it doesn't necessarily feel that way in your head. Yeah. A what lot, do you do with that? A lot of the time it takes our brain a long time to catch up with our body. 
And especially if you are someone who has had a little body dysmorphia, and I think, you know, who doesn't in this day and age, especially (laughs) women, but I think everyone at this point. And, you know, part of all of that is kind of reality checks of, you know, checking like your clothes, they're fitting differently, being able to look in the mirror, being able to look at pictures. You know, I've talked with you guys before that when I had an eating disorder, which I had for about a decade, my weight ranged by about 70 pounds. And, you know, that now I'm at the point in my life. And and one of the things that's helped me measure my recovery is that I can see myself accurately. But I remember in between that time of when I was very eating disordered and when I got healthy, that my eyes did not adjust to what was going on with my body. And that for me, one of the only ways that I could tell is when I saw myself in pictures, I'd be like, Oh, okay. Now I get it a little better. But we we have to be patient with our mind catching up with our body, but also to really listen to what our what's our self talk. We all have a healthy voice and an unhealthy voice, and a lot of the time, the unhealthy voice tends to win, and the unhealthy voice tends to be critical. It tends to be focused on the flaws. It tends to be focused on the negative stuff. It tends to be focused on the you're not good enough, fit enough, strong enough, muscular enough, lean enough, you know, all fill in the blanks. And when we let that voice run rampant, that that causes us problems because that voice tends to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, I have an app called No More Diets that is based on my doctoral dissertation and how ultimately I made peace with food using a non-diet philosophy. And one of the exercises that I have in the app is about training your brain. And it's all about looking at your negative self-talk and talking back to that negative voice. You don't have to believe it at first, but it's part of training your brain to think differently when we're able to talk back because we have to feed the healthy voice. I think of it as like the angel and the devil in the cartoons on the shoulders of the, the <laughs> I was think, I was thinking that exact same thing. <laughs> and it's like the the unhealthy voice gets bigger and bigger as we feed it. We need to starve it and we need to tell it to shut up and we need to feed the healthy voice. And every time that unhealthy voice speaks, we have to speak back to it. And you don't even have to believe it at first. That's the thing. A lot of people are like, well, but I don't believe what I'm saying. That's fine. I don't need you to believe it in order to change it over time. And I'm not talking about being delusional that to say like that you see something that you don't see, but there are always wonderful things that you can appreciate about yourself. Maybe you don't like your ass, but you have great calves. And instead of focusing on the things you don't like about your ass, you can be like, you know what? I have muscular calves. I have really strong legs. I'm able to get through a 45 minute spin class And I can, and I'm still standing, like how amazing is that to be able to focus on the things that you can do and that are positive about your body, help you to fight those negative messages. Have you ever experienced, um, as when you say that your eyes didn't match what, what was reality, did you, have you ever experienced like how you interact with the world is different? Like I remember after I had lost weight that it took me a long time to realize that like I kind of always held myself very negatively whenever I was super overweight and I kind of like always kept averted my gaze and looked down and kind of kept to myself and it took me a long time to realize I didn't quote unquote have to do that anymore, that it was different. I think that that's very common for me personally where I really struggled 
was when I was at my heaviest and my heaviest was about like 40 or 50 pounds heavier than I am now that I felt a lot of shame that I had like my weight had fluctuated so much. I'd been an elite level gymnast. I had been like all over the board and that like, I remember getting dressed to go to like, I think it was like Thanksgiving or something with my family and being like, Oh, these people haven't seen me since last year. And I put on all this weight and I hate everything I'm putting on and just feeling really bad about myself and kind of that struggle. But I think that if you're someone who is that shame is affecting how you talk to people or how you relate to people, or how you see yourself, it's really important to either get therapy, do bibliotherapy, start doing some journaling, start to figure out how you need to heal from this so that your weight is not the determinant of your self-esteem. Because as soon as you do that, as soon as your body is your determinant of your self-esteem, you're in trouble because things can happen. You know, look, God forbid you get cancer and you're sick. And if you're not feeling like your muscles are strong enough, like you've got something, a disease to fight, you need to be in a good headspace. Like we can't have our self-esteem be dependent on these things. And there are so many celebrities now who are showing us great examples of body positive messages of strong women and men, especially women who are not at the cultural ideal, which I put in quotes, but who are able to show that you can be beautiful and be different weights and different shapes and use that as a role model and use that to grow from. Excellent advice. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, yeah, I, I always think how difficult it must be to be in the public eye, especially like if you're in the public and your body changes significantly in front of people. Yeah, you know I mean? because because people think they have they can get, yeah. they get to have an opinion on right. everything. <laughs> like, look, a great example of someone who's been very public about that has been Kelly Clarkson. That's exactly who a, I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's talked a lot about her weight fluctuations and how people have fat shamed her, and you know how people have been critical of her body and and how hard that is. And look, I think when you're a celebrity, it's hard to go through anything in the public eye that's difficult, but especially that kind of body shaming. You remember years ago when Jennifer Love Hewitt was in a bathing suit in the ocean and someone took an unflattering picture of her that had some like cellulite or something. And she, you know, she handled the time. She gave a very positive, you know, body message, but then lost like 20 pounds and she was criticized for that. And she was criticized for the cellulite. It's like, you can't win. Like, yeah. you know, and I, and I think that in life, what we have to do is stay focused on the process as opposed to the outcome more often. And when I say embrace body positivity, I do not encourage anyone to make unhealthy choices for themselves and embrace that. I'm a big believer. We can't control the outcome, but we can make choices and control the process. So you get to control how you treat your body. You get to control what foods you put into it, whether it's healthy or not, whether it's balanced or not. And, you know, I'm a big believer, like in my app, in my No More Diets app, that balance is key. I'm not a believer in deprivation. I think that that ultimately leads to binge eating and leads to a very unhealthy relationship with food. You can see on my social media that, like, I'm always posting, like, oh, look at the matcha bread. Like, I eat that. Like, I eat everything. I'm vegan, but I eat vegan versions of, you know, ice cream and cookies and all that sort of stuff. So I, I think that it's super important to really look at 
how are you treating your body? And which, which instructor is it who always says, treat your body like it belongs to someone you love? Is, it Ken- is that Christine? Oh, okay. It might be. I was thinking Christine, but it might be Kendall. Yeah, it might be. But it, it's, I think it's such a great motto and that it kind of gives you a little um, distance to kind of go like, okay, well, how would I treat myself if I really love myself? And it's when we starve ourselves, that's punitive. That's not a loving gesture. When we deprive ourselves, that's not a loving gesture. To treat ourselves like we love ourselves, to me, is to eat a well-balanced diet, to exercise in moderation, to make good, healthy choices. And that's what we can control as opposed to the outcome, how much you weigh or how your thighs look. Yeah, people will say stuff to themselves that they would never say to someone else. So <laughs> true. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? They can find me on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, even TikTok at Dr. Jen Man. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Peloton in the news. Marker.com had an interesting article about how Peloton is pivoting away from their bougie bike. (laughs) 
I feel so old trying to say bougie like I'm young enough to say bougie. 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 Yeah. I felt weird about saying it too. Yeah. But it talks about all the different things that they have done very systematically to democratize fitness. And the funny thing is, is that they didn't mention any of the things that I did earlier because all of that was circumstantial. Right. And probably came out after they wrote the article. Totally. So this article is all about like how they lowered the price of the app and how they have changed, you know, the the way that like it used to be whenever you were on Peloton that like if you weren't if you didn't have a bike, you weren't really part of the the club and right. that has completely changed. So it kind of talks about Oh, that's awesome. all of those things. Yeah, like if you if you do anything on Peloton, you're your Peloton. Right. But it also means that it has changed how people consume Peloton. So remember back when I first got the bike and everybody like the way that you consume Peloton was to do as many classes as possible in a given week. Right. Well, now it's like, okay, well, you might do a meditation class and maybe a strength class and you're a Peloton user. Right. Maybe you didn't touch the bike at all. Just to show you the difference in those two worlds, this week I put out my schedule. I said my own schedule for this week and I didn't have a bike class built into it. And I was, and somebody actually said to me, no bike. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, I was, I'm focused on the running because I'm preparing for the corn tread challenge. Right. But then somebody reminded me the Yeezy ride was coming up. So I had to make a change, which has now been changed again. Anyway, back to this. Uh, So like how people have consumed Peloton has completely changed. It's no longer just a bike. It's no longer just a bike. And it's no longer how many classes you take that make you part of the community. So it's just very different. Absolutely. I I think it's a, a nice evolution. I agree. And if the rumors that we're hearing are true about them lowering the price of of what will become the baseline bike, mm-hmm. that's another major step in that direction. I I agree. It's your last week to possibly win a fight camp. Oh my gosh! So I, oh, <laughs> I did I did that kickboxing workout the other day. I saw. I helped you make a boomerang. You did, and you did a great job. Well, thank you. Uh, and wow, wow. Okay, so I thought I was tired yeah. when I did the boxing classes. Yeah. Nothing compared to the kickboxing. I would think there's kicking. And you know what? I thought I was getting my leg up high for that video, which you took at the beginning of my workout. Right. Okay, by the end, they were like a foot high. Like I was like, <laughs> You were Ugh. kicking them in the shins. Ugh. Yeah, it was... It was sad. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to work on my stamina. My strategy to win this kick fight is shin splints. (laughs) So we are giving away a fight camp personal gym, which is a nice setup. You get a you get the bag, you get the The gloves, gloves. the trackers, you get the the, what the wraps you get. uh, And then you get a year's uh, subscription to it. Yeah. What a great deal. All for the price of nothing. You just got to go to uh, the clipout.com slash fight camp and answer a question, which is typically not too terribly difficult. <laughs> like one time it was a true and false question. Like if you get it wrong, just type in the other one. Like this isn't. Shh. This is, you don't got to be a math surgeon to figure that out. <laughs> a math surgeon. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, go to the clipout.com slash fight camp to enter the contest. There's also all sorts of ways to get extra entries. Yes. If you are so inclined. So you can share it with friends or follow them on YouTube or what have you. So you can follow us on YouTube, which would enable you to watch this instead of just listen to it. 
it's an old timey phone that you're listening to it on. <laughs> People watching will get that joke. So, um, so anyway, yeah, you should check all that out. And if you want more information about Fight Camp, go to joinfightcamp.com. Last week, Jess Sims was on the Hurdle podcast. She was. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but tons of people sent it to me and said it was amazing, which well, does makes, not surprise me. Makes a lot more sense. You mentioned this to me during the week. I thought you said a turtle podcast, and I was like, what does Jess Sims know about turtles? And then I thought, who am I to judge? Maybe she knows a lot about turtles. Why would I just assume she doesn't know anything about turtles? That seems rude. <sighs> what? She's super supportive of the pillow, the pillow tortoises group. <laughs> well, that's nice. No, hoping you guys come out of your shell. Ah. Oh. <laughs> no, she was on Hurdle, the Hurdle podcast. It makes a lot more sense in retrospect. It does. You so need to enunciate. <laughs> Maybe you need to clean out your ears. I don't know. It's about nine fifteen. I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, so make sure you check that out so you can hear Jess Sims. Not talk about turtles. Correct. Toonday had a celebrity ride-along class with Al Roker. Yes, last week. Which is weird. I thought during the week you said Brom Stoker, and I was like, <laughs> well, he's been dead since the 1800s. I mean, I love Dracula as much as the next guy, unless the next guy is Nosferatu, but I this makes more sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really questioning... A lot of things that I tell you now. Well, like, it's what, your, are, what are you agreeing to? It's your enunciation. Or, I think it's. I just. You say yes to things. And I'm like, what are you saying yes to? If you think I'm talking about Bram Stoker. I don't know. I said yes. Exactly. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, this was Tune Day. And Al Roker. They also did an Instagram live before they did the class. And this yeah. was last Thursday. So if you haven't had a chance to take it, you absolutely should. Tons of fun. And then Kristen McGee posted a, a neat picture this week. Apparently, she was on an episode of 30 Rock. I cannot get over this. And, and how did you not know of all people how when you you met her when we were in New York and you know, all yes, I stood. Well, in, she was like on it for like two seconds or something. She but you know all of you know all the pop culture things. I this do? was your big moment to be like, hey, aren't you the girl from married Jason Sudeikis on Thirty Rock? Yeah. No, I missed it. Well, if you guys didn't know, Kristen McGee married Jason Sudeikis on an episode of Thirty Rock. I was pretty shocked. If you can't tell, I can tell. I'm surprised you heard. <laughs> I thought you meant that McGee chick from American Idol. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then uh, while we're going around the bin, Jennifer Garner did an Instagram live with Chelsea. Yeah, Dr. Chelsea Roberts. So she's our newest yoga instructor for those who haven't had a chance to take a class with her. She's amazing. But yeah, she was on Instagram live with Jennifer Garner. How about that? What the heck? Yeah, that was amazing. So if you haven't got a chance to check that out, you need to get over to Instagram and check that out. And then uh, Peloton has a new video featuring several actual users. Yeah. And uh, they're cracking me up because yet again, it highly featured 
the Mills. Right. John and Erica. And then it also featured featured May. Oh, Bo- awesome. And so we've interviewed both. They've been in Peloton commercials before, like their online social media commercials. And this was like a whole huge feature about all of the community. It was so cool. And May and the Mills had quite a big part in, oh, that, in the in the film. That's awesome. Yeah, the film, like I'm 80. Yeah. <laughs> Do you also use a billfold? Are you going to put the milk in the ice box? No. <laughs> Do you call your car a machine? Oh, look at this last item. I'm going to make you say it. There's an artist spotlight featuring honey. You want to tell them? <laughs> Lil Louisiana. <laughs> Lil Wayne. I mean, it says Lil Wheezy because it's Lil Wheezy and that's his name. Yeezy, Wheezy. Is it? Lil Wayne. Is that a... Yeah, it's a I don't know. I know. I mean, I know the name Lil Wayne. I didn't know he had a different name. He has like a million. I don't know. He doesn't call. He doesn't write. (sighs) I'm going to have to talk to him. Okay. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. I would be on that ride. I honest to God... You didn't know that. I honest to God just thought it was another like hip-hop artist that i was unfamiliar with i didn't realize that little wayne had a different like yeah different yeah. name that he does he, okay that well like that a, didn't go at all the way i had played so is that now i was I, trying to give you a guilt trip no because, now i now i'm curious so is that like a nickname the, the way people would refer to i have to convert this into rock music the way people would refer to like stone temple pilots is stp or is that like he actually is like i've changed my name the no, way it was like i think it's nicknames. and then i think it's nicknames because like if you it's little louisiana you right. know, like like Louisiana. Sure, I got that so, if I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, I get, I get what you're doing there. Oh, look at these kids with their with their little puns. How about that, little pun? That could be one. Maybe it is. I think it is. There was a big pun. There's probably a little pun, right? I mean, especially now. Well, not anymore because I don't when he had that's no. okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He did have a child. So there is somewhere a little pun. I was correct. Oh, my God. And I only know that because it was an entire season of Slow Burn. Okay, th- I just wanted to give you shit because I'm supposed to be on the ride and we're doing this instead. And I was trying to make you feel bad and it all went awry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was late. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> So, so hey, there's a whole bunch of classes I'm, with Lil Wayne. <laughs> the people who like hip hop probably want to punch me in the face right now. Yeah. For knowing so little about hip hop. I mean, but it's just not your genre. It's, I'm a rock guy. Yeah. Just, you you know. also know lots of classic rock that I, I don't now, know. Classic rock. I, I know. We're not getting started. I'll kick your butt on classic rock. I know. I know. Okay. So there's all kinds of classes to take over the next couple of days there there's full body strength there was a run with robin a boot camp with chase tucker a hit cardio with rebecca and tonight there was you know a ride 45 minutes ago <laughs> so well i guess you can go take uh, that little wayne ride <laughs> since i missed the louisiana one yeah <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I'm going to hit the T's in it. Little Wayne. (laughs) Just to make myself even older. Uh, Now who has a billfold? 
<laughs> and the ice box. Except it's my billfold is empty because the boutique dropped a new line. <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community. So normally I would say joining us via the magic of Skype a phone, but we're doing something different. Yes. So we're trying it with Zoom. Yeah. So I guess joining us uh, via the magic of Zoom tube. <laughs> Because we're going to try and uh, include in video. So our guest is uh, our, I don't know, what's a polite way to say guinea pig? Test uh, subject? I don't know. Is that better? I, so uh, uh, her name is uh, Courtney, and Courtney started her career as a staff assistant and legislative associate for the office of Congresswoman Tammy Baldwin. Yeah. Following that, there's a lot here. <laughs> and it's all like the more you go, I, go, I was like, I can't cut that. I can't cut that. So I know. I'm just, it's amazing. So following that, she was a political assistant, assistant at the Human Rights Campaign, mm-hmm. the nation's largest LGBT political organization. And then she would go on to be senior lobbyist for the national PTA. Yeah. And then where she would chair the National Coalition for Public Education. Yeah. And she Whew. is currently the senior director of policy and political engagement for a tech startup. Also the founder <laughs> of the Peloton-based Facebook group black girl magic Woo! ladies and gentlemen courtney snowden Yay! That? Yay! So I, well thank you for that yo you're very welcome i think the first uh and probably most important question is why are you talking to us <laughs> oh my goodness why wouldn't i have to tell you i called my mom and i said ma you'll never guess what i'm doing today i'm gonna <laughs> pull the clip out this is amazing <laughs> It's true. I mean, look, I um, have spent uh, my career doing a number of really important and wonderful things that have, I hope, had a positive impact on the world and created a better world for my boys. But I will tell you the introduction of the Peloton into my life uh, while I was deputy mayor in my hometown of Washington, D.C., was a critically important moment for me that gave me a little bit of normalcy uh, in a schedule that was 24 hours a day, people knocking on my front door, uh, asking for help and support. And I'll tell you, that bike really got me through it. And so I'm here because like you, I really love Peloton, both the product that it makes and the company that they are. Uh, And so I can't imagine a better place to be. So when did you find Peloton and how? How long ago? How long have you had your bike? So I got my bike in 2017. If I could get my diet in order, I'd be a size six, but that we all know that is not exactly (laughs) what it is about. Um, You know, I found the bike. I'd been contemplating a purchase for some time. I didn't have time to go to the gym anymore. I decided to have a second baby. I'm a solo parent by choice um, and have two amazing boys uh, and just couldn't find time to work out anymore. Uh, My oldest is 11. My youngest is three. And so in 2017, I found my way to the Peloton. And I'll tell you, it was a life-changing decision for me worth every single penny of investment. Wow. You're also a solo mom? How do you do it all? Oh, my my gosh. I have no idea how any of us do it all. But I have to tell you, the best part of this COVID world that we're living in is I actually get more time with my boys, more than I've had in my entire career. So that's been really exciting. I love how you said solo mom by choice. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking like, oh, I should. I was a solo dad by choice. I mean, I was married at the time, but then I chose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said, hmm, I, I think it'd be more fun to do this on my own. I'm going to try that. It certainly <laughs> was easier. Yeah. 
it there turns out parts of it are easier and parts of it are more difficult. But I um, adopted my oldest son when he was 18 months old. And then I birthed my youngest son. And really, they have been, in addition to obviously the bike and my life, the most important piece of it. They, have, they are it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm just like you, you are a rock star lady. I don't know. <laughs> I am impressed. Well, thank you. That's incredibly kind, but many, many more people do so much more. <laughs> well, uh, so 2017. So were you exercising at all before Peloton? Like, were you finding time? It sounds like you had so much going on. No, I wasn't. So I was an athlete throughout high school and college and then spent a little bit of time working out before I adopted my oldest son and tried to continue to incorporate working out. I hate running outside. I loved to spin. I didn't have time to go to the gym anymore. And so that is how the Peloton came into my life. So my, my regimen was non-existent. In fact, I tried everything though. I did all of the beach body stuff and it's great, but it didn't speak to my spirit. I bought other equipment also didn't speak to my spirit, but Peloton introduced this new idea of working out in a community that gave you a lot, gave me a lot of what I got from the gym experience and team sports, uh, right on my bike, literally in my bedroom. Right. Well, based on your work resume, like I, that makes total sense that that would speak to you because you seem very community focused. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I need a community key to keep pushing me. Uh, and then and then obviously that's how BGM was born. Mm -hmm. I was looking for a community that was similar to me. And I realized that if we were going to have it, I would have to create it. Well, I was wondering about that. So you come to Peloton, you start looking around like we all do with the Facebook group. Yep. And let's see, 2017, had it already gone to crap over on the OPP? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the timeline. <laughs> it had. I'll tell you, it's funny. I posted probably my third week of having the bike. I posted a question about hair. So you've seen in some of the pictures I sent along, my hair is usually blown out, right? Well, yes. obviously I'm working out a lot while I'm at home and it's curly. Uh, and I was wondering how women kept their blowouts together, but black hair and non-black hair are different, right? Right. Uh, so uh, I posted a question about it and I got all sorts of well-intentioned, <laughs> unhelpful answers about how hair. <laughs> a couple of black women who were active in OPP sent me direct messages and it occurred to me in that moment that there would be some value in creating a space that was just focused on black women and helping them achieve their fitness goals. Uh, and what I say is straightening our crowns, um, <laughs> each other's crowns, right? So, but then there was a commercial around the holidays. I think it was maybe not even a full year after I bought the bike and a, someone commented on the page, they posted that they would have liked to have seen more diversity in the commercial. And the comments were so terrible. Yeah. And what was ironic about it is the comments ended up falling into sort of this racially biased discussion that was really a little bit nasty, frankly. And the poster who posted it said, but I didn't even mean that. I actually meant size diversity, right? <laughs> thousands of comments, many of which were off-putting. And I didn't completely wash my hands of OPP at that time. But I did stop visiting the page and decided it was critical that we really develop this community. And so we went from about four people to about 7,000 now. In Ooh. fact, wow. last week we've grown by 1,500. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Good crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so why the, why the influx in the last week? Because so much is going on in our world. There's just a lot of people talking about uh, all the you know, different race 
discussion yeah. is in so your group's probably coming up a lot in those discussions yeah so i think a couple of things i think one obviously over the the time that folks have had to been to be to shelter in place basically people have been looking for an exercise outlet and obviously peloton is a really great one and so we've seen a lot of people purchase bikes in the last three months one two i think you know i was talking to a friend of mine this weekend actually who's very has been very engaged in the professional fitness world and she was remarking now that she's gotten her peloton that we this group have been able to galvanize something pretty special and that it's a community for black women who are deeply engaged and care deeply about fitness and the fitness the professional fitness world isn't particularly diverse also one of the things that i love so much about peloton the instructors are so diverse, right? You got yeah. Alex, you got Ali, you got Kendall, you got Robin, you got Cody, right? It's just, and obviously I could go on and on with Tunde and sort of everyone and Matt Wilpers, who I love to death. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on his music, but I love him to death. <laughs> but I think people have been really focused on finding an outlet. And then I think the other piece of it is, particularly in the aftermath of George Floyd, for those of us who are mothers and, and those of us who are boy mothers, find a community that understands what we're going through, that understands the hurt and the pain and the joy of this experience of living as an African-American in the United States. There aren't many communities where we can, uh, aren't many places, in fact, where we can celebrate those things, uh, mm -hmm. talk about the hard things and celebrate the successes and the joys. And Black Girl Magic, the Peloton edition, provides that right now to more than 7,000 women, and I expect more very soon. Wow. So where did the, uh, where'd the name come from? So Black Girl Magic is a thing. Um, there's sort of Black Girls Rock Awards uh, on BET, an organization called Black Girls Rock. It's something we always talk about, our magic. Uh, and I thought, what would be catchy, catch people's eye, and importantly, really express who we are? Black Girl Magic. And because it's such a ubiquitous phrase, it's used so often, I needed to make it clear that this one, this particular Black Girl Magic experience was about the Peloton bike. And so Black Girl Magic, the Peloton edition was born. It's a great name, and it it's, is. and uh, because it's also it's fun. It is. You know what I mean? Like it, you it know, just like sounds it, like you're gonna, you know, go in there and have fun. Right. Like, like, it, we are. <laughs> like instead of being super buttoned up, like you know, yeah. African American women that ride Peloton. You right, know what I mean? It's like, right. Right. Yeah. You could have chosen something like that. It would have yeah. had a very different feel to it if people chose to look it up. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, I think. All people are magical, but I think black women are especially magical. Uh, and I'll tell you, there are five of us who make this group work. It was my brainchild, but it would not even be anywhere as near as close to successful as it is without the four other moderators. Michelle, who we often chase on the leaderboard, she just finished a thousand rides. MG speaks up on the leaderboard. Robin Redfern Williams, um, whose name is Ruby Williams, WMZ on the leaderboard. Tish Jones and Tish's, what is her leaderboard name? A.R. Diamond, I think, but I'll come back to okay. you on that one. And I think I'm missing Helen Wallace, who I uh, just made Lieutenant Colonel, by the way. Uh, thank you for her service. That's right. And, and she's Coco Mint, C-O-C-O-A-M-Y-N, 
M-Y-N-T on the leaderboard. Uh, without this, this group of dynamic women, this group never would have made it. We go, as we say sometimes, rescue people from OPP. We sell a lot of bikes uh, and encourage lots of people to join the BGM family. And we create a lot of fun both on the bike and off the bike through challenges, through our LinkedIn page that helps people find employment, through our events that occur uh, in store when they're open or in communities when we have meetups or even our BGM Home Rider Invasion Weekend that we try to have at least once a year. We've done meetups in states around the country where we have large numbers of members and we have our very own Home Rider Invasion uh, events where we take over the studio. There's a really fun AT class, Alex Toussaint class that folks should check out if they want a little bit of that black girl magic. I'll get the date. Now did uh when you guys did your last in studio like your your get together your hri was one of the classes you took with just sims in the run studio they have done so there are several of them and we have a couple of bgm groups in fact oh okay uh, bgm tread group the main bgm group which all, everything flows from which everything flows our power zone group we have an instagram page so that we can connect with women who may not be on Facebook. And so we have had a Jess Sims run class. We've had some Chase Tucker classes at Alex. And then we've even gone to London for a Hannah class. Wow. Well, I, that's how I first heard of you guys is, I don't remember what class it was, but I was on and, and like the entire Tread Studio was filled with your group. Yeah. And, and that was when I reached out to you last September because I was like, I have to find these, these ladies are having so much fun I need to get them on the show because this, this is a blast. Like I was oh, so really? jealous. I was at home. <laughs> <laughs> the energy coming through the screen was incredible. Whenever I struggle to get on the bike, I pick one of the BGM in studio classes and rock with it. Uh, and it gets me back motivated to be on the bike every day. It's almost like an in-studio experience. Well, I, I have another question. So can only, like, if you, can you only join if you are a black woman? Is that yes. the only way you can get in? That is the only way you can get in. So I need to stop hoping that I'll get in. <laughs> you can just have friends who tell you about the fun we have, but you can't get in. <laughs> okay. So let's see. I would love, though, if we could figure out a way for you to um, help, like, nominate people to be on the show. Because um, I feel like... I feel like I'm missing out on this incredible piece of the community that I want to make sure that is included in our community. So Absolutely. Well, you should definitely get the other four moderators on because they are some of the most fantastic women and we're so different. And sometimes we, you know, we don't fight, but we have conversations that are always spirited. Um, and then of <laughs> Disagreements. Course, Yes, but we don't disagree. They're just spirited discussions where we all <laughs> at the conclusion. Um, but you know, the beautiful thing about BGM is it's also created these other opportunities. There's now the Black Peloton Writers Group, which is the co-ed group. Uh, they don't have 7,000 members yet, but they're on their way. Uh, there's a Women of Color group that was started because other women of color wanted to join the Black Girl Magic group. And while we support all women and all women of color, this group is for black women, but there are other groups. Uh, and so we wanna make sure we're highlighting those groups too, because everyone needs to find their community and maybe people have multiple, I certainly do. I'm a black lesbian, so I have many uh, communities that I can, and I'm a big girl and I'm over 40, right? So there are a number of groups that I can uh, identify with, but this one really has my heart. Yeah, I mean, and there are all sorts of groups that are targeted to certain people or absolutely. religions. Yeah, or absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it only stands to reason. It does. I mean, I, I love that about Peloton, that it's kind of like you have these big inclusive groups 
that like that can cross over every yes. everything you know like the yeah. OPP it doesn't matter as long as you have a Peloton you can be part of it right but then there's all these subgroups that no matter what your interests are you can find a group that that's right. it, you know like and it's like you said it's like a Venn diagram right like you can touch a lot of different circles absolutely yeah. you know? Absolutely. That's what I think is really unique about the Peloton experience. That is, it, it has in such an amazing way galvanized these various communities all around one or two products, right? Right. Um, that have, and, and really has been game changing, I think, for a lot of people. Are you in Montana? No, we're in Missouri. You're the in other Missouri. Edward. Yeah. Another Edward. So you're in Missouri. I've been to Missouri a bunch of times, but honestly, how else would we have met? but for the right. Peloton bringing us together, right? That's Absolutely. the magic of this thing that John and his team have created. Uh, and I'm just, you know, I'm really excited to be a part of it. I totally agree. I, I find it fascinating too, because there's so many products that we could all gather around, right? I mean, like if, if you have an Instapot, we could, you know, talk about that, but it doesn't bring you together in the same no. way. It's just not the same. There's something about Peloton that just sticks people together in a completely different way than I've That's ever right. seen before. And those badges that I can't believe motivate badges. me so much. <laughs> I was saying I always giggle at Instapot. <laughs> because, because my grandma used to call it the toilet the pot. Oh. And so, <laughs> well, yes. I thought you were going somewhere else with that, Tom. <laughs> no, no. So whenever anybody's like, oh, let's cook in the Instapot, I'm like, how about no? <laughs> no. Yeah. Definitely don't make stew. Ew, ew, Tom. <laughs> So you said that you feel like you guys have sold quite a few bikes. So do you find that people are joining before they even have a Peloton or are they app users who then just get sucked in as people are wont to do? So both, I think both app users, we allow app users in the group. Uh, it was a bit of a discussion, I will tell you uh, early on, <laughs> um, but we did. We I think I know where you're the right thing was. to do. Yeah. Uh, I, so app that's, users see, that's, that's the problem with using video is we, we know what your position is now, even if you don't say it. It was the most ridiculous thing. What do you mean app users can't join the group? Of course they can join the group. I don't have a tread. Sometimes I'm an app user for the tread. So look, yeah. I created the damn thing, okay? Um, but uh, so we got the app users in the group. Um, and then, you know, Again, particularly in the last three months, a lot, lot, lot of people have bought bikes because of this group. There've been a couple of um, blog stories. Exo Nicole did a story about Black Girl Magic. A, a, a woman actually did a sort of 30 days using the Peloton experience article and talked about Black Girl Magic being the reason why she would continue on uh, in her fitness journey with Black Girl Magic. And you know, there have been a bunch of those types of stories that highlight this group in particular and the supportive nature of it. Uh, and so a lot of people have wanted to join for that reason. There are people who want to join the group uh, who don't have zero interest in Peloton at all, but just want to be <laughs> part of BGMs, which is not possible. You got to be an app user or a bike rider or a track user or something, right? You should start uh, Black Girl Magic, the wannabe edition. <laughs> I mean, we should. You know, the thing I think is interesting, and this is where I give a lot of love, support, and grace to our friends who manage and administer OPP. It's a lot of work, and it takes a lot of time. And much like being a public official, people aren't always happy. And so they tell us often, and so I understand how hard it is to moderate these groups, particularly as they get larger and larger and larger. So I don't know that I'll do the wannabe group, but maybe someone else will. <laughs> 
You're like, that's a great idea yeah. for somebody else. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I and I love you used your public official skills to say that. Like you yeah. didn't say no. You were just like, yeah. We're gonna take that under advisement and create a committee and Let's they will put a pin in it. Maybe yeah. do a study. We're gonna organize right. a task we'll think about it. Yeah. They will evaluate it. Set up a commission to figure it out. Right. Get a task exactly. force. There'll be a report in Q4. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Look for right. that. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, okay, out of all the times you've been to the studio, which is the most memorable and why? Mm. So there was a week I was in New York and I was, I, I train LGBT candidates to run for office or potential candidates to run for office with our friends at the Victory Fund. And I happened to be in New York for a training, but committed to go in studio every single day, no matter what else we had going on. And the one class I couldn't get that I really wanted was a Sunday Alley Love class. Uh, and it was Sundays with Love. And I couldn't get in the class, couldn't get in the class, couldn't get in the class. So I just stood there and waited and waited and waited. <laughs> and I got in. And, uh, <laughs> I was so happy. Me and this one other guy who he was might have been on his 750th ride. So I was going to give him the bike head. I, had he not gotten one, but I was really hoping I didn't have to make that choice. Uh, and I didn't. So that one was a big one. But I will tell you, I have enjoyed every single time I've ridden in studio from the instructors, which are obviously great, to the staff that works in studio. There was one gentleman who worked there every day I walked in that week. He said, you know, he, he praised me for coming in. He remembered that I came. He remembered my name. And he was one of the techs, like one of the guys who set up the bikes for you. And I'll tell you, it meant so much to me that he took the time to acknowledge that I had come every day. Um, so it's just always, I think, a really good experience. I can't wait to get to the new studio. Oh, I know, right? I mean, you'll be there long before I will, but I can't wait. It's such a long trip from Missouri, so. It know. is a long trip from Missouri. Yeah, it it's is. the whole thing. And, but, you know, with COVID, it's like I can't just hop on a plane these days. You, although. <laughs> Apparently, planes are still flying, which is remarkable. I'm not getting on one, but they are same, still flying. Same, same. You, you know, I, I read an article that said that part of the reason the planes are still flying is that that they have to fly those routes in order to maintain first right of refusal to keep oh, those routes. And so they, really? they, that's why they were running all these essentially empty planes or darn close to empty planes is because nobody wanted to give up like, oh, we have the 9 a.m. Friday flight to Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. That's a very expensive practice. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I guess 99% of the time you're good because you're already, you have a full plane, but right. who saw this coming? But they should, they should have like, like the caution flag from NASA yeah. where it's like, yeah. everybody just do the same speed for a minute. Right. And when, yeah. when everything, we'll just put a pause on it. When everything's <laughs> clear, you can all start racing. Again. Yeah. That's what I would do, but you know. Me, me too, maybe. Sense? So I have a question for you about what you do for a living. So I, I look at some of your job titles and I'm thinking that like when you were 10, if somebody came up to 10 year old Courtney and said, what do you want to do for a living? I'm thinking yeah. that 10 year old Courtney wouldn't have said senior director of policy and political engagement. And I'm just curious, like, how do you get from high school, college to where you're at now? It seems like it would be an interesting trip. So I can admit that I was a little bit of an odd kid. So when I was five years old with my dad, I started working on political campaigns. 
I can remember walking in t-shirts down to my ankles, knocking on doors and passing out campaign literature to people as they went to the polls to vote. So it's been a practice in our family for a really long time. I always thought I would be a Supreme Court justice, actually. And Thurgood Marshall, yeah, Thurgood Marshall was my hero. In fact, someone emailed me this to me recently. When I was a young Girl Scout, Thurgood Marshall died. And I cried on the ski trip bus, the bus for the ski trip home the entire way. I must have been like 11. I don't even know how old I was. And maybe 13, I was in junior high. And my, my friend was like, you are the oddest kid ever. <laughs> but I always thought that's what I would do. I knew I would always be involved in politics. And I'll tell you, I came out in college and thought that I would not be able to have a political career as a result of it. So I was in college from 97 to 2000. And back then, you know, being gay still wasn't that. It was still a little. Yeah. yeah. But I went to uh, the Wisconsin Democratic Party. I went to undergrad in Wisconsin through this leadership uh, weekend for young Democrats. And I met a woman named Tammy Baldwin who happened to be the first openly LGBT, but really just an L person, the first openly LGBT person ever elected to Congress. And I met her and I said to her, I will staple papers in your office if you let me come and intern for you. And she, I cried, she didn't. (laughs) And she (laughs) said, call my office. And I did, with some persistence, call her office. And in fact, I did intern for her that summer in her district office. And then when I I sent her an invitation to my graduation from college, and she offered me a job. Wow. Yep. And so I graduated on a Sunday. I started in her office on a Monday. We drove from graduation on back home to D.C. And I started working for her on Monday. And she taught me so much. Uh, I'm so grateful to her for both the leadership um, she continues to display in the state now as a senator, but also, and importantly, for the leadership and the education that she gave me as I pursued public service. Wow. That's awesome. It is. She's I, pretty amazing. I don't remember what I wanted to be when I was 10, 11, 12. I do. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a project manager, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you even be... know what it was? Yeah. <laughs> no. I see. I was an odd kid the other direction. I knew I was the same way. I, I wanted to be a disc jockey. Yeah. Yes. And oddly enough, uh, our stories, except yours is way more professional, are very similar in that I weaseled my way into an internship at a radio station. Yeah. By being very persistent. By being persistent yeah. and then got offered a job at the end of my internship. So, And then from there on, it was radio and concert marketing. I always tell young that? people when I talk to them, much like you, when you see something you want, you literally just have to ask for it. Nine times out of 10, someone will help you achieve your dreams. You just have to give them an opportunity to help you. You did it. I did it. And it works every time. Uh, Absolutely. And, I definitely and, agree with that. I think she just called me a young person. <laughs> don't get too excited. <laughs> I don't think that's what we she meant. We were all young at one point. Take it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> she said once. Right. Once. Once, once upon a time, you were young, Tom. <laughs> Me too. Very nice. Me too. <laughs> uh, so tell us about your favorite Peloton instructors. Oh, you know, it changes. First, it was Robin. She was my favorite. She got me really moving. Then Allie made me cry on the bike, which I still think is a little bit crazy, but it's true. Uh, it and happened. right now, I am a tune day rider. I feel like my numbers are the best with her. My output is crazy. I almost always PR, no matter how long the class is, be it 15 minutes or 45 minutes, I feel like I'm dead afterwards. Uh, <laughs> and I love that feeling. 
So Tuesday right now. And I love Alex. I feel like it's a party on the bike. And Cody makes me dance. I mean, I love them all. They all have like different personalities and different things that you're looking for on a different day. Like it kind of just depends on the mood. So, so not everybody's like that. Some people are like, I have one person I ride with and that's it. Um, but you're, you're more like me that it's like, you have a varying degree of who you're in the mood to ride yes. with. Like they, yes. they suit your moods. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's true. I will say mine is driven a lot by music. Okay. So I like mostly hip hop rides. Okay. Um, occasionally R&B rides. Allie is sort of my outlier in terms of music, but it, it's really driven by music. I can understand that. Except for Matt Wilpers. Yeah, except for Matt Wilpers. Except for Matt Wilpers. But I just <laughs> love Matt. I do. <laughs> I just love him. I do. Uh, well, so you mentioned that you use the tread content sometimes. Do you use, like, are you doing runs? Are you doing boot camps? What, what kind of other content are you using? So I've done a run or two. I am probably getting a tread when they open the world back up to tread sales and delivery. Um, but I use actually a fair amount of off the bike content. Last night I couldn't sleep. I did a sleep meditation. Um, we always, right now, BGM has a core challenge. And so we have every weekday, we have a core set of exercise, a core class that we're required to take. We start on Mondays with a five minute and end with a... <gasps> 30 minute one by the end of the week. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And then it, we also do strength training in the middle of it as well. So we use a fair amount of the off the bike content. That's awesome. So do yeah. you guys have like a monthly challenge or is it like, we do, do we you like just challenge? Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like periodic challenges, you know, like every once in a while you'll do a challenge, but it's okay. So you guys do it consistently every month. Okay. And so, that's awesome. again, that's why it's so important that there are five of us that moderate yeah. and administer this group because the reality is I would never do that. It would never even occur to me to do a monthly challenge, frankly. Well, and it's or a lot of work to put those challenges together. It is. And and again, nobody's ever happy about them, right? right. <laughs> why'd you pick but that can class? I, this class? You always get questions like, but can I put this one instead of this one? And then um, maybe if I like blink three times can I still count that one (laughs) and I always say I don't care (laughs) do whatever you want right like do whatever your exercise yeah Yeah. I mean you know if you want to do the challenge do the challenge if it motivates you to to do the extra work that all of us continue to say we want to do great if you don't want to do it don't do it (laughs) don't do it it's pretty simple You know what I was thinking that they need because they that? have like they you have all the sub black girl magic groups right you know with tread there should be a black girl magic clip out list <gasps> no pressure yeah no pressure now that's <laughs> an idea that's interesting I like it I, I like think it. we should just take over the show once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but you She's like, challenge accepted, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris is over here like, because, okay, but you're editing it. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty of the clip out is it really is for everyone. Absolutely. Yes. I was saying yeah. before yeah. we started recording that our members, all of us rely on the clip out for a lot of oh. information, particularly since many of us have left OPP. A lot of the Peloton news and content that we get, we get directly from your mouth. So we shouldn't create a opposing one. We should figure out a way to marry them. Hmm. Mm. 
I think we need to brainstorm, yeah. Courtney. I like that. I like, I like that a lot. Hmm. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> so have you said your leaderboard name? Did I miss it? I don't I... think so. Can I tell you the story about the leaderboard? One of the questions Absolutely. I know you asked me is about what my advice is to new Pelotoners. And this is my advice. Think about your leaderboard name. My <laughs> first leaderboard name was Love 52 which was okay. my radio name in college. It was C-Love, my birthday's May 2nd, C-Love 52. Okay. No one could pronounce it. Robin, the first time she said it, she was like, uh, Clove 52. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but that CS Now 52, what you, I had a couple. So finally, I'm, I am ready. It is Melanin Poppin 52. So Melanin <laughs> OG 52. I love it. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Well, you so have a good story. So leaderboard right there, Melanin Poppin 52. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so, so do you have any other advice for newbies? Because that was my next question. Yeah, be kind to yourself. Don't quit even if your butt hurts. And I literally mean that. <laughs> Stick with it. It will stop as you well it know. It will. It's only a couple weeks. You just got to push it's through. It's like breastfeeding. Right? Well, yes, that is, what a great example. That is exactly it what it's hurting. Like. I don't. I was gonna say I don't know much about this, but you shouldn't breastfeed with your butt. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is ill-advised. But it hurts. <laughs> um, and then I think really take advantage of all of the components of Peloton as a tool in your life, right? I think a lot of women in the group sometimes are nervous about doing strength training and it's a really important part of the experience and allows you to work different body parts and muscles um, and allows you to get stronger particularly for the bike i'm sure for the tread too i'm not a runner i'm trying to become one i'm just not one um what you know you gotta you gotta do what you feel what i have come to realize is whatever gets you back to the exercise and you enjoy it do that do that yeah thing. yeah Yes, I agree. And I and I really do love spinning. I think this is why this is taken so well in my life. The other thing I would say is we do something that we used to call death by 10. Now we call it live by 10. And now it, it basically is the tour de Peloton. But we we will do probably two hours and 30 minutes of 10 minute classes. That's great. And we, it gives everyone an opportunity to sort of experience every instructor as a group. And the first time we did it, I thought we were crazy. Why would anybody do this? Uh, but it, ended up turning out, it, turned, it turned out to be a ton of fun for us. Lots of high fives, uh, lots of support on the leaderboard. Um, but also importantly, it gave us all an opportunity to work with instructors that we hadn't ridden with before. Um, and I would say the other big piece of advice I would give people is to really take advantage of the diverse list of instructors that exist at Peloton. Do a chase strength training class or a boot camp or uh, get to know Adrian, of course, our, our new guy, or do a meditation or a yoga class with uh, Chelsea. But all of the content is so powerful, strong, and valuable that I, I think everyone should do themselves a favor and try to at least take one class with every instructor. I agree with that so much. And, and you know, even if you think that you didn't like an instructor, I would just add to that, take another class with them. Yeah. Because because sometimes you're just in a mood or maybe they're in a mood yes. or, you know, not that they're ever rude on the bike or, you know, any content, but just like maybe it just didn't come across for yep. you that day, you know? Yep. So yep. always take it a couple of times. Like dating. It is like, like dating. dating. Yeah. yeah. Thank God you had, you gave me a second date. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Tom, I hear she doesn't have to share her bike with you. She does not. So I'm very gracious in that regard. <laughs> that, is, that, that, that is what I would call that. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of folks in BGM who are two bike homes because they don't want their spouses touching their bikes. Really? <laughs> That's funny. That's yep. But I get it. I get it because you would, if you did ride the bike, Tom, you would never put the settings back right. It would drive me nuts. <laughs> like, I can totally understand that. Yes. <laughs> I know this because I know how the, the toilet paper never gets put on in the right way. So how are how are the settings going to be right? That's never going to be right. I'm working on just getting the toilet seat down with my boys. Can you just oh. put the toilet he doesn't, seat? He doesn't even think that he should have to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's not fair. It's just <laughs> not fair, Tom. <laughs> but I get up like four times in the night to pee. I've reached That's that true. age. He does. That's the part about aging no one ever tells you is how much you'll be peeing. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I don't want to have to contend with that at three o'clock in the morning for the third. Right. Time. Yeah. Try falling in. Try falling in. Try falling in. I have one. No. So then you should know. At three o'clock in the morning, it's a really hard thing to deal with. I just want you to know. She's not Talk wrong. about ruining your night. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. That'll wake you up. It will. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it will, and maybe well, the water's cold. The water's well. cold. It's a long way down. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Instapot. Oh, no. It all comes full circle. Full circle. We it's love when that happens. Circle line. We love when that happens. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of, from uh, judging by your bio, is a very busy day. Yes. Of course. Yes, of course. You. I am incredibly honored to join you. I, I really did call my mother to tell her how big of a deal this was. So this is incredibly <laughs> exciting. Um, and I can't wait to share with the world. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. You and, are so sweet. And before we go, just remind everybody where they can find you if you would like to be found. Oh, yes. On Instagram at C.R. Snowden, like Edward, no relation, S-N-O-W-D-E-N 52. And I'm C.R. Snowden 52 on Twitter as well. Okay, Awesome. I'm sure people will come find you. And I'm not sure exactly when this will be up yet. I don't have like the date figured out, but I will be in contact to let you know ahead of time. I can't wait. I know the ladies will be excited. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. And yeah, we definitely want to line up getting uh, yeah. some of the other admins. Yes, on. yeah. If you, you could um, put me in contact with them, that would be fabulous. I will put you on an email with them when we hang up. Awesome. That's Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you so much. You Thank have a great you so rest much. of your night. You too. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, I guess that brings this one to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? We are going to talk to Todd Bohannon. Uh, so he is a relatively new member of the Peloton community. And uh, right out of the gate, taking on a huge challenge. He is going to take all five of the volcano rides that Christine uh, put together. They're all climbs. Five hours gotcha. of climbing, back to back. You know, I will say this about the volcano rides. So climbs sound like the difficult part, right? Because if you go the other way, you're going downhill, but now you got to worry about the lava catching up with you. <laughs> so <laughs> what I wanted to say is that Todd turned this into a fundraiser for Friends in Action. Next week, you're going to hear all about why he chose that. But in the meantime, there is a GoFundMe listed on our Facebook page, theclipout.com slash Facebook. Please feel free to check it out. And if you are so inclined, give a little. 
And you actually said it backward. It's Facebook.com slash clipout. What did I say? You said clipout.com slash Facebook. <laughs> We've embedded the entirety of Facebook into our website. <laughs> That's how important it is. <laughs> so just I just didn't want anybody to get confused and miss the GoFundMe. So <laughs> Facebook.com slash the clipout. So uh, until next week, where can people find you? <laughs> Not on the Little Wayne ride. <laughs> that is true. Uh, you can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter on the bike and, of course, the tread at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at the aforementioned Facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And, of course, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com and check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash theclipout. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling and running. 